I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Hello, and welcome to episode five of the Advertising Podcast. So I warned you about this episode last week. It's the outlier in the Advertising Podcast portfolio where we talk about art. And the reason we're talking about art is not just art in general, but it's about mid-journey. Is mid-journey cheating? That's what I hear a lot on Instagram. Whenever somebody puts a picture of something that they created in mid-journey, it's like, oh no, that's not fair, that's cheating. I personally think it's a very strange attitude to have. Because what is art and why is mid-journey cheating and some other forms of art creation aren't cheating? I've always had a sort of... I mean, this is going to be all over the map, by the way. I'm going to contradict myself throughout, but it's just random thoughts I have, and maybe by the end of it, I will arrive at some kind of conclusion. But at the moment, I don't look at mid-journey and think, oh, evil, that's cheating. Because the way I use it, I obviously have to type in a prompt for something that I want to create, So there's a little bit of a creative process even at that point because it's like clearly I've got an idea in my head that I want to get to. And then I will obviously type that in. I'll get some results. They're never, they're never correct first time. They're never even close to correct. And so you have to keep putting in more prompts and more prompts. And sometimes the thing just never gets where you want and you sort of give up. But other times it takes you down a path and you keep hitting variations and you keep adding things in the same way that you could sort of say, I guess, that you have a canvas and you keep adding to this thing in order to arrive at what you consider a finished piece. But even then, when when I get a piece that is as good as I can get in mid-journey, I then will take it into Photoshop and I'll carry on working on this thing till I get it correct. And actually with Photoshop Beta now, I mean, what I did the other day was I I used an image that originally came from mid-journey. I then took it into Photoshop Beta and I worked on the generative fill and I, you know, marqueed out different bits and added to it. And Photoshop then helped me create this image that was sort of a finished thing. And I didn't think sort of any more or any less of it than, you know, something I created just, say, in Photoshop itself or in a 3D program. Because ultimately, I guess for me, for me, art is something that somebody creates that somebody else looks at or the creator looks at and and has a reaction to it. And hopefully it's a pleasant reaction. You think, oh, I like that. I mean, I... My house has got, I mean, every wall is filled with some kind of art. None of it's mine. I don't, I don't like having my stuff in the house. But personally, that the stuff I like is an original work that somebody has got a paintbrush out and they've painted it. And so it's not, it's not an AI thing and it's, it's not a Photoshop job. You know, somebody's had to sit with a paintbrush and, and do a bit. But that's not to sort of dismiss other forms of art. I just like that sort of texture that you get from paint. I mean, and the stuff I, I like is is fairly impressionistic. You can always see the paint. It's thick sort of oil paints. The definite style that I like, and it's I have a home full of that stuff. And some people think it's nuts that I buy this stuff. Almost every day I look at these things and they make me happy. And so 
absolutely it's worth every penny it's one of the few things in my house that if it was ever broken into it would be sad to lose because they're original bits of art the rest of the stuff you know insurance boom replace i couldn't care less if my tv gets stolen um as long as i get a new one now i probably spend longer staring at that than i do at you know the art i mean i, I haven't got one photograph uh, on the wall it's all it's all sort of paintings but that's absolutely not to say that photography is an art but in terms of time spent photography takes seconds so that sort of argument that oh, it only took you a few minutes so of course that's kind of cheating I just think is nonsense because everybody can have the same camera and some people will take great pictures on it other people will be awful so I don't think you can use, oh yeah, but that didn't take you long enough as an argument for whether something's artistic or not. Say so that would just wipe out photography in a second. Of course you can't do because some of the nicest stuff I've seen is photographs. One of my, my mates from college, a guy called Chris Waddell, posts a lot of pictures and they're, they're just really nice images. And, and it sort of posts so many that it's clearly not luck that, you know, he happens to, you know, every now and again, somebody can get lucky and, and you know, somebody that you know is a bit of a duffer puts a decent picture up because it happened to be of a sunset or something. But his stuff is, is pretty well always hits the mark. And it's like, okay, that guy's clearly got an eye for photography. And it, I, I consider it art. And, you know, because it happened to be a, taken with a picture and it, it probably only took him, you know, a few minutes, it doesn't diminish the fact that it's art. And if you think back to, you know, when cameras first came around, the amount of people that allegedly, from what history, because I actually I'm not that old, you know, painters were like, oh, that's it, that's the end of my career then, because they were portrait painters. And of course, there's a little bit where if all you want is a picture of, you know, your face, then yeah, take a selfie uh, or whatever the equivalent was back then. But you look at now and the, the sort of great works of art and the, the memorable ones are paintings and sculptures. They're not, you know, photography also was probably a period when cameras first came out where that was all the rage and everybody was using cameras to take pictures of themselves but I think what it does is it these tools um, whether it's a camera you know a Mac you know mid-journey it allows every person to be a little bit creative and I think that's a good thing I, I think the more people can feel artistic and get pleasure from creating stuff I think the better I don't think it's it should be the sort of preserves of the you know technically gifted um, because back in the day I used to be able to you know use a paintbrush quite well and a pencil whereas I I just don't use them anymore and so when I have to write my name or you know write write even a sentence like in a card you've got to write something as if you care about somebody in a card I said if you care about somebody that's mean <laughs> so if well I'll wind that back. Zzz, when you write something for, about somebody you care about in a card, my hand sort of hurts after it because it's a technique I'm not used to. I'm not used to holding a pen anymore because I obviously use a mouse all of the time. But I can get, you know, quite detailed stuff with a mouse because it's just a different movement. Of course, I, I know all the techniques to create art and I know after using a pencil or a, a pen for a day or two, I'd get, I'd get back into the swing of things. But... But technically something, you know, that hand-eye coordination is I've lost it for a little bit. But going back to that as a thing, because I because I create something on a computer, 
is it any less art than if I use a paintbrush and a canvas? Because it's really, it's the same kind of thought process that goes into it. It's just that one of them, I've I've developed a skill to move my hand in a certain way with a paintbrush. And the other one, I've, you know, moved a mouse in a certain way. But there's this thing that, oh yeah, but it's cheating because it's, it's all done with computers. And I think we'll, you know, try I like special effects. It's like, oh yeah, that's cheating now because it's all done by computers. And it's like, well, well, here's a computer, create a special effect for me. And it's like you, it is not just all done by computers. It's really hard. It's really hard to do it. And almost in a way, it's easier to, you know, make a model, you know, an airfix model and chuck that over the road than it is to create a 3D model and, and make that move. Because there's a there's a hell of a skill set involved in, in creating a 3D model. And that takes years to build. Whereas I think most people within a week will be able to learn how to make an airfix model and put a bit of string on it. But I also remember back in the day, tracing paper was obviously the big, the first big cheat that we use. And, and rather than, you know, drawing something just freehand and looking at it, it's like you, you got a picture and you traced it. And you then transfer that obviously onto your your canvas and away you went. And it's like, ah, yeah, but that was cheating. He traced it. And it's like, was it cheating or was it just a way to get a better image ultimately? Because at least it was accurate. Whereas, you know, the other way, it, it maybe wasn't so good. I suppose the purist would say, oh, yeah, it's, it's definitely nicer if you can do it by eye. I think that I, I was sort of shocked because for me, the, the sort of pinnacle of art is sculpture. I look at that and I just I, I marvel at how how they even do it it's like there's a block of stone and before you know it you got the statue of David and it's like I, I wouldn't even know where to start I wouldn't know where to start and it's so it's just I think that the, I, I struggle with 3D programs I think my brain is naturally probably 2D I can get there, but I don't. I sort of don't almost think in 3D. So modeling stuff in 3D, I find difficult. And so modeling stuff in stone, where you, I mean, with clay, at least if you make a mistake, you can, you know, stick a bit of clay back on. But with stone or marble, it's like you have one chance at this, and if you get it wrong, that's a that's a big kind of risk. And so I looked at the when I saw the statue of David, I, I, I mean. If go and see it, it's brilliant. I was, I think there are a few things in life I've seen that sort of took my breath away. That was one. The Sistine Chapel ceiling was another, and Tutankhamun's death mask was another one. And I think it's because I've seen all of those images so many times in pictures for years and years, and then to actually see it up close in 3D you know, in the flesh, so to speak. It's each one of them was was so much better than I thought it would be. I mean the, the Statue of David was way bigger than I thought it would be. Uh the Sistine Chapel ceiling was again it was just just amazing to look at. And yeah, the, the Tutankhamun's death mask, I just I, I was lucky that it happened to be um when I went one of the times they actually opened up because you can't you can't kind of get in to see it nowadays. It's it's in a room and you can kind of look at it through some glass but they happened to have it as, as a little thing for a couple of weeks and I saw it and I just walked around it for ages because it was just oh it was, I coveted that thing um those things I would all consider art but I then what was interesting when I went to the statue of David 
um, I read a little thing. And so going back to what I was saying about this is this is art, this is amazing that you know this has been created. It turns out so he made he made a little version of it uh, and sort of used that in clay and stuff, and then used um, thing. I mean, maybe you know back in the day we th- these things called pantographs that you could you could basically trace trace a, a picture and this pantograph would make a big version of it and apparently Michelangelo used a pantograph in order to create the statue of David so he had his sculpture that he had that size and, and then he used a pantograph to sort of effectively blow up that thing onto his bit of stone it's like oh is, is that cheating is is he cheating there is he using tracing paper effectively or is it still art and it's like of course it's bloody art because it's i mean it's incredibly hard and and the end result was stunning but he's using the equivalent of you know tracing paper or you know a mac back in the day because he realizes he's got a, it's a commercial job because he was paid obviously by the probably the vatican to do this and he had this big expensive block of marble and it's like he can't afford to mess this up so he'll use every single tool he's got in order to guarantee he's got a finished result that is impressive the purist would say it's cheating it's like he used a pantograph he didn't just sit there and go for it but it's crazy if you've got these tools why not use them why not use every tool you have available in order to the best possible result you can because you could say that ah, oh, it's cheating. He, you know, they they went to a paint shop and they just bought the paints. What they should do is go out into the woods and get some yellow ochre and grind it up. And I don't, I don't even know, don't even know how to make you know yellow ochre. But I presume there's some earth product that you can use and take home and add it with oil and God knows what else and make a pigment. And it's like, well, that's art because that you know that's that's really difficult. And so I don't, I've never held this sort of belief that art has to be difficult. I think art, like art that is easy for people, because I like, I like the fact that, you know, the worst thing is people can't access it because it's too hard. I mean, the amount of people that say, I'd love to be able to draw. And I, I think anybody, anybody can draw if they have long enough, but people give up, say, oh, I can't draw. And it's like, you can, you can draw if you practice. It just takes a lot of practice. Years and years ago, Prince Charles sort of took up watercolour painting and, and I looked at the paintings and they were bloody awful. And it was like, mate, you need to, you need to practice this. And he obviously kept, kept on it. And, and I looked, you know, probably five years later and these things were really good. And it's like, okay, he, he clearly kept on practicing and he, he worked out how to do it. And so it's like, definitely can do this stuff if only you practice. Uh, and and there, are, there are basics you have to learn about, you know, light, shade, blah, blah, blah. And once you know all of these tricks of the trade and your hand-eye coordination is firing on all cylinders, then you can create art. I mean, in the same way that, you know, a kid who starts off their, their art is a bit all over the shop because they haven't developed that skill. But if you encourage them to carry on, then exponentially their work will get really good. And I, I definitely believe that mid-journey in the hands of a an artist, uh, as opposed to mid-journey in the hands of somebody that doesn't understand art, 
you will get a better image from somebody that knows what they're doing because you can push the technology to create something that's that's nicer and then in post-production you can you know go that extra mile so i don't follow this thing of oh no it's cheating because it's all done with computers because i i would say that photography is cheating every everything i do is cheating because i use a computer and i use photoshop what point does the stuff i create stop being art and start being cheating is it because i use photoshop is it because i use photoshop with generative fill which is a huge bit of quote cheating um all of this stuff just makes things easier is is the fact that i'm creating my art with paints that i bought from a shop cheating because it's not the same as somebody that uses raw pigment from the earth it's just kind of what what level are you happy with it being not cheating it's clearly it can't just be it's done on a computer because i've seen 3d artists say uh mid journey's cheating and it's like okay then that so that's because you're you're creating something that's more difficult it takes time so it's a time-based thing so if i push the buttons of mid-journey really slowly um and do one button push every hour does that make it you know more creative of course it doesn't so i think ultimately art is something that generates a reaction from the audience or even just for yourself and probably that's that's the really nice part if you can create some if i create something and it it makes me happy and i i get pleasure from it i do not care if anybody else likes it in the same way that the pictures i have on my walls some people say oh i don't like that and it's like i just don't care i don't care at all because i like it and i bought it for me uh, in the same way that you know i painted my walls that specific color and somebody else paints them a totally different color and i think oh blimey i wouldn't choose that but so what it's not my house not my problem so total ramble no point to it at all but i guess what i'm trying to get at is it's not a technology i think that should be vilified because it's quote easy because there are there are many different ways to create an image and one of them happens to be mid-journey another one is photoshop the fact that photoshop fireflies come out does that make it cheating it's like well yeah it's really it's really simple to create that stuff now and there are artists that are probably just are annoyed because they were making money out of the fact that it was quite difficult to do but it's now easier having said that in the hands of somebody that hasn't got a clue how to use photoshop it's not easy but for somebody that uses photoshop all the time of course it's easy because it's like oh all i have to do now is dot 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 but if you if you've never used photoshop before you will have no idea how to create this stuff there are so many barriers to entry to use mid-journey if once you use it and you know what you're doing it's simple but to, to actually get it to work it's like what on earth is going on here and so there are a lot of people that will not even be able to create an image for it and, and then you have to pay for an account um and so that will wipe out a lot of people because you know people are like yeah it's fine but i really want to have one of these things that's free it's like god how how much stuff do you need handed to you on a plate it's like you've got mid journey but and it costs like 10 quid a month and it's like no i'm not prepared to pay that even though it gives you all of that stuff it's crazy but yeah what what a ramble total nonsense um i just wanted to talk about how i think mid journey is a just as valid a tool as 
Photoshop, as Cinema 4D, as all of this stuff. It's just varying degrees of, quote, ease. But you need to have a creative abilities and you need to be able to come up with ideas and you need to be, yeah, somewhat of an artist to get the most out of these tools. Because apart from anything else, if you, if you haven't got a clue, you will stop at that first image and think this is brilliant, I have cracked it. Whereas if you know what you're doing, you know that ah, that's not quite right and you can push it and you can art direct it and come up with something that's infinitely better than that very first option. So I'm going to keep using it. I do not find it, not for one second do I worry that it's quote cheating because everything I do, I try to find the quickest and easiest way to arrive at the solution I am after. And I think that's part of our skill set is that we use all of these tools to create something that is is a nice image as quickly and easily as we can, just like Michelangelo used his pantograph. So mid-journey for the win. Actually, that's not true. Probably Photoshop beta. If I was the one that I'm most impressed by at the moment is Photoshop. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I... Would I? Oh. So that's the podcast. <laughs> sorry. Sorry for that one. Uh, we'll be back to normal next week talking about, I don't know what yet, but something that is not so out there. But maybe you, maybe this one will get a reaction. Maybe you'll sit and think, you know, I don't agree because you're in the camp of mid-journey is cheating and I'd like to know why it's cheating uh, because at the moment I just, I don't know why. So let me know. Let me know why it's cheating and, and at what point do you feel something is art and it's not cheating? Speak to you next time and as my mate always says... I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. And it's really pertinent this time because I've made you sit through a complete ramble.